In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Daily Scripture Readings, Reflections and Prayers with Patrick Tefu. On this day, Monday, the 37th week in Ordinary Time, Year B, Feast Day of Saint Josephat, Bishop and Martyr. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for his great love is without end. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love is forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his love is forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his love is forever. He alone works wonders, for his love is forever. In his wisdom he made the heavens, for his love is forever. He set the earth upon the waters, for his love is forever. He created the great lights, for his love is forever. The sun to rule over the day, for his love is forever. The moon and the stars to rule over the night, for his love is forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for his great love is without end. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, filled with your Holy Spirit, Saint Josephat laid down his life for his flock. Renew that spirit in your church, strengthen our hearts with your grace, so that with the help of his prayers, we may be ready to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.
a reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. From Paul, servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to bring those whom God has chosen to faith and to the knowledge of the truth that leads to true religion and to give them the hope of the eternal life that was promised so long ago by God. He does not lie and so at the appointed time he revealed his decision and by the command of God our Saviour I have been commissioned to proclaim it. To Titus, true child of mine in the faith that we share, wishing you grace and peace from God the Father and from Christ Jesus our Saviour. The reason I left you behind in Crete was for you to get everything organised there and appoint elders in every town in the way that I told you. That is, each of them must be a man of irreproachable character. He must not have been married more than once and his children must be believers and not uncontrollable or liable to be charged with disorderly conduct. Since, as president, he will be God's representative, he must be irreproachable, never an arrogant or hot-tempered man, nor a heavy drinker, or violent, nor out to make money, but a man who is hospitable and a friend of all that is good, sensible, moral, devout and self-controlled, and he must have a firm grasp of the unchanging message of the tradition so that he can be counted on for both expounding the sound doctrine and refuting those who argue against it. The Word of the Lord Such are the men who seek your face, O Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Such are the men who seek your face, O Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? 
the man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things. Such are the men who seek your face, O Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. Such are the men who seek your face, O Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. You will shine in the world like bright stars because you are offering it the word of life. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Obstacles are sure to come, but alas for the one who provides them. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone round his neck than that he should lead astray a single one of these little ones. Watch yourselves. If your brother does something wrong, reproach him, and if he is sorry, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times a day, and seven times come back to you and says, I am sorry, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, Were your faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. The Gospel of the Lord. Daily Reflections Forgiving seven times a day In the Gospel reading today Jesus said to his disciples Watch yourselves If your brother does something wrong Reproach him And if he's sorry Forgive him, and 
if he wrongs you seven times a day and seven times comes back to you and says, I am sorry, you must forgive him. Complete forgiveness can be very difficult at times. This is especially the case when the same person sins against you seven times a day, as Jesus says. But Jesus' words should be taken to heart. He was not being idealistic, rather he was being very realistic. Forgiveness must be given over and over and over and over again. We cannot hesitate in offering it, especially to those who sincerely repent. One of the first things we should notice from this passage is that when someone sins against us, we should rebuke him. The rebuke is not to be an act focused on revenge. Rather, it must be done so as to invite repentance. This is the only reason for the rebuke of another. If we have a sense that someone who sins against us may be open to change, then we must offer them a rebuke of love. And when they accept it and seek our forgiveness, we must offer it. But, as mentioned, this can especially be difficult when the sin is committed over and over again. It can become wearying and discouraging. And when a sin is committed over and over again, it's easy to become sceptical about the authentic sorrow of the one seeking forgiveness. But none of that should be our concern. Our only concern should be to hear those words, I'm sorry. This is the command of Jesus. When one says these words, we must forgive and do so immediately. This scripture also reveals to us the importance of expressing our sorrow to those whom we hurt. It's dangerous to simply presume that another will forgive. There is great power in actually saying to another, please, please forgive me. I am sorry 
for what I have done. I am sorry for my sin. Though these words may be difficult to say, they are words of great healing. Brothers and sisters, let us reflect today upon the act of asking for forgiveness and offering it to another. We are all given numerous opportunities every day to forgive and to seek forgiveness. Do not hesitate in doing so and we will be grateful we did. Let us pray together. God our Father, Jesus our Brother, Holy Spirit of Truth, our Protector and Guide, we are truly sorry for the many sins we have committed against you. Please forgive us. Please forgive me. When we are obstinate, please Offer us a rebuke of love. When we need to ask forgiveness of another, please give us the courage to do so. Jesus, we trust in your love and mercy. Amen. Let us give thanks to the King of Martyrs, for this is the hour when he offered himself in the Last Supper and laid down his life on the cross. We praise you, Christ the Lord. We praise you, Christ our Saviour, example and strength of the martyrs, because you have loved us to the end. We praise you, Christ the Lord, because you have promised repentant sinners the reward of eternal life, we praise you, Christ the Lord, because you have called the church to offer the blood of the new and eternal covenant, the blood shed for the remission of sins, we praise you, Christ the Lord, because you have brought us to this day with the gift of faith intact. We praise you, Christ the Lord, because of the many brothers and sisters who today have come to share in your saving death. We praise you, Christ the Lord, because you've given us life and given us strength to go about all our duties and responsibilities today. We praise you, Christ the Lord, because you've given us peace, peace in our hearts, peace in our families, peace in our communities, peace in our world. We praise you, Christ the Lord. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you amongst women, 
and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We thank you, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, for hearing our prayers and for granting us our heart's desires. We pray that as we retire to sleep tonight, you will guide and protect us with the help of your Holy Spirit, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening to listen to the Word of God and to ponder it in our hearts, but also to praise and worship God. As we lay down to sleep, we ask God to protect us and to give us the strength to have a good night's sleep and then face a new day tomorrow. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. We finish our prayers, our meditation, our praise and worship like we started in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a blessed evening.